All right, welcome to episode 100, everybody. First off, I was hoping to have tea. No, before I go into that, I'm re-recording this episode because I went on a tirade about the whole uh, Jacob Blake thing, and that's not what this podcast is about. This is more of a feel-good, cheery-up kind of thing, and as much as I think those cops were complete fucking pussies, and it's disgusting what I I saw in video. I'm 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 just not going to talk about it. You can hear about it all over the friggin' internet, and you don't need to hear my comments on it. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm disgusted by it. It's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. One of them, and those cops are pussies. So with that. Remember me telling you guys about having to send my new computer into the Lenovo because my stupid ass busted the screen. And the website said it should take five to 10 business days and it has now been 20 or something. Um, I can track the progress on their website with my case number, but nothing has been updated since it arrived at their place on the 27th of last month. So, yeah, it's been more than a month. So trying to get an update or at least an estimate of how much longer it would take, I tried to get in touch with Lenovo and got nowhere. So I I called, emailed, and, you know, that's just a, a load of shit. You got to go through menus and all that crap. You're never going to talk to a live person. And if you do, they're not going to tell you jack shit because they don't know. I did their virtual assistant and that never gets you anywhere either, but I just wanted to see maybe I could come up with something different. Well, here's how it went. So you have to log in and all that crap. And basically my question question to get it started was how much longer can I expect my computer to be in repair case number, whatever, nothing. All right. Five minutes or so. I wait for the virtual assistant. Here's how it went. I'll be glad to assist you with your concern today. However, I need some information before we proceed. First, in line with our policies, can you confirm that you are, (laughs) that you're 16 years old or above? Now, what in the holy hell would that have to be doing (laughs) with my concern of when I'm going to get my damn laptop back? Of course, I said yes. Thank you. The repair is still at our depot facility, (laughs) which I can log in and see the progress. So I know this already. So I replied, I know. How long can I expect the repair to take? Virtual assistant, the repair can take within nine business days upon receiving the unit, as long as parts are available. At this time, it's been 15 days. How much longer? Will it be another week? month two months what no that depends on the repair facility kevin is there anything you can tell me a rough estimate lie to me what i'm going to do is send the follow-up request kevin there are no other (laughs) this is her reply there are no other information regarding the repair so (laughs) my reply basically you can't help me with anything today right There are no other information, Kevin, on the account yet. I'm getting nowhere, so I'll just simply type, what are you wearing? 
I'm not allowed to answer that, Kevin. And with that, conversation was over, and I'll probably never see my laptop again. So I'm still working on my old computer, which it's doing fine now. Jerk off! Jackass! Are you not entertained? You're fucking with me. Are you you not did that on purpose. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Yep. My sounds are still on it. Let's move along. The last couple of weeks was full of complete stupidity. Someone I know, I don't want to give away the name or place of employment just in case somebody that this person works with or works for is listening, which I highly doubt, but it's possible. And uh, anyway, the, in this person's position, this person needed a copy of a photo, a photo ID from someone as proof as being a kid's parent to get access to whatever it was this person needed. I don't know how to be more vague without giving it away. So bear with me. He could fax a copy, email a picture of it, whatever, as long as it had some kind of identification number or whatever, so it could be checked as being a real, legit form of ID. So what does this idiot parent do? Sends a selfie of himself. This is a true story. And even more surprising, or maybe it shouldn't be, uh, he was not the only parent that did it this way. Just a selfie. Now look, if you are stupid enough to believe that a selfie sent from your Instahore account is a form of photo ID, then you are way too damn stupid to have kids. Put them up for adoption so they might actually have a chance in life of making something of themselves and they don't have to deal with you ever again. This is my form of ID, a selfie. Give me a break. You're a shit parent and you need to stop fucking. There's something else recently that I found entertaining. So this broad in Ohio threw a shit fit the other day because the Burger King she was in couldn't let her order lunch at 9, 9 a.m. due to them offering the breakfast menu at the at that time of day. I don't know which fast food place says breakfast 24 hours or lunch 24 hours. I don't know. But apparently it's not Burger King. So she started yelling and cursing at the employee, and they just stood there and were basically like, look, it's lunchtime, crackhead. We, we can't do shit about it. Piss off. So she goes insane. She just goes bananas. The authorities were called, and upon arrival, they learned she had a warrant out for a similar disturbance at another business. So basically, she's a crazy bitch that's just allowed to walk in wherever she wants and go fucking berserk. In another incident, a man in Utah entered the closed lobby of a McDonald's and demanded a hamburger, then allegedly attempted to force his way into the kitchen where he assaulted the manager when he was told to leave. In another one recently, a police say a woman in Virginia slapped a McDonald's worker who allegedly forgot to include ketchup in the woman's order. Ketchup. She went on a slapping spree over ketchup. Now, I know this isn't the most entertaining thing to talk about, but these are the kind of instances that intrigue me. 
This is what entertains me, this kind of garbage. I just want to understand what kind of crazy-ass withdrawals someone is having where they go berserk in a fast food place and start throwing shit fits and slapping people because they aren't getting whatever disgusting slab of garbage on a bun they're wanting to shove in their fat fucking face. The way I look at what kind of gutter trash are you that you have that kind of an addiction to shit food or fake meat that it throws you into a world of crazy. This is when you need to reevaluate your decisions in life or look in a mirror and you might just realize that a diet of fast food is not one of the better choices you've made in your life. I'm going to go bananas because I didn't get ketchup with my shitty ass hamburger that's under a heat lamp for two hours. That's just stuff that intrigues me. There's, there's really nothing more to it than that. In NHL news recently, first there was Jeremy Roenick getting fired from his position in NBC for nonsense. And now Mike Milbury getting the boot at NBC over some even more ignorant nonsense. All right, so this time, Mike Milbury and analyst Brian Boucher were discussing the competitive competitive advantages that the bubble presented. You know, because all the players are in a bubble, blah, blah, blah. Boucher started with, if you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regard to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place which he said toward the end of Game 5 of the Islanders and Capitals series. Milbury added, Not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. That's all he said. That was his only response. And it was a response that led to NBC Sports pulling Milbury from its Friday broadcast of Canadian's Flyer game. And, of course, Milbury apologized in a statement released by NBC. It was not my intention to disrespect anyone. I was trying to be irreverent and took it a step too far. It was a regrettable mistake that I take seriously. And Milbury then steps down from his position at NBC, at least for the rest of the playoffs. And that was that. Over that stupid comment, he's done with the NHL playoffs at least the playoffs for the foreseeable future. Not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. That's all he said. So the National Hockey League, the NHL even chimed in on this. In a statement that read, the National Hockey League condemns the insensitive and insulting comment that Mike Milbury made during last night's broadcast, and we have communicated our feelings to NBC. The comment did not reflect the NHL's value and commitment to making our our game more inclusive and welcoming to all. Then the horse shit on the internet just spews out like baby shit. I've seen asswipes call call him a Neanderthal for the way he was thinking, a guy at that. 
and all these fake women apologists pretending they are so sensitive to sexist comments saying he should be fired for being insensitive to women. And of course the women on Twitter and reporters on whatever name your website that gives you any kind of NHL news were calling for his head on a platter and on and on just fucking everyone. Everybody was going crazy over that stupid ass comment. Now, before I go off on a tangent about this, I want to make one thing perfectly clear. I am not a fan of Mike Milbury and haven't been since he turned in such a pussy when it comes to fighting and hitting in the NHL. And this is coming from a guy who once climbed his way into the stands at Madison Square Gardens in the 70s when he was a player and beat some poor idiot in the head with a shoe. But I do take his side for what has transpired because he made one simple comment where he was joking around and I happen to agree <laughs> and I happen to agree with it. I don't know where I was going with that. People coming out of nowhere. Most that have probably never even watched a hockey game in their entire life and only heard about it on other websites. Just going, it's pathetic. Just jumping on the hate train and just acting like that was the most disgusting thing anybody has ever said on an NHL broadcast since Jeremy Roenick joked about having a three-way with his wife and a co-host. I really think about it. The comment of women being a distraction is true. They are a distraction. There's a good kind of distraction and a bad kind of distraction, but they are a distraction. It's not like he's making this shit up. If you feel like your wife is still smoking hot, like me, I still feel that way, and you still want to give her the blue vein diamond cutter all the time, that's a distraction if you're in a sport. If your wife is a pain in the ass and you can't do anything right and all you hear is all fucking day long in your ear and you want to cram an ice pick in there just to make it stop, she's a distraction. If you have one of those insane, low self-esteem wives that's always asking, what's wrong? Do you still love me? Where are you going? I saw you looked at our waitress that certain way. Who's this bitch you're friends with on Facebook and all that nonstop bullshit? That's a distraction. These people are trying to win the biggest trophy in sports history, the Stanley Cup. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Just all day long. Some women are like that. Don't act like you've never, you don't know someone like that or you're married to somebody like that. There are, they are out there. They are a distraction. Milbury isn't just pulling that out of his ass. He might be married to one of those broads that's constantly just in his ear. What are you doing? Where are you going? Why are you, who's this person? Who's this bitch? And he might be married to that kind of woman. So, yeah, she's a fucking distraction. It's a real thing. Anyone who's ever been in a serious relationship or is married knows that they are in some form or fashion. And you're lying to yourself and you're full of shit if you don't agree with me. Or you're still humping a pillow and crying yourself to sleep because you're a lonely clump of shit. And you're pathetic. So does that make me a Neanderthal? Does that make me a chauvinist or misogynist pig? 
Maybe so, but I'm not apologizing for it. That's who I am. Got too much experience with that. And, you know, some reporters on the Internet are comparing it to what Tom Brenneman did or said during the Reds game the other night. Not quite. Not quite the same thing. Keep looking for an angle, you fucking pathetic, no-talent reporters out there. If you don't know what he said, just Google it. (laughs) It was pretty raw. He didn't know the mic was on. But some people are reacting like he he called Martin Luther King the N-word and jerked off on a picture of Mother Teresa live on TV. It wasn't that bad for fucking crying out loud. When did so many people become so sensitive to the most minor comments? When did this country turn into such whiny cunts where no matter what someone says, they have to go all bananas, lose their mind, get fake offended, and try to get someone fired for the rest of their life so they can, or whatever, just ruin their fucking life so they can never get hired anywhere else? When did everyone turn into such pussies that they're offended by every word that comes out of somebody's fucking mouth. Look, if you take what a hockey analyst says on TV, if that offends you, something that lame, then you've got the fucking problem. You're the problem. If you're getting that offended over some weak shit like that, you're a pussy. Maybe it's hard to me, or hard for me to understand because I don't get offended easily at all. I don't get offended. I simply just don't care. Whatever this person says about that, that person says about this, somebody calls me a motherfucker, whatever. Fuck off. I don't care. I got, look, I got more important things in my life going on than to worry about what some horrible analyst has to say on TV. Try it out. Ignore other people's comments and stick to the real problems in your life. And maybe you won't even notice the dumb shit. Look at what people are getting mad at these days. Fucking ridiculous. That's that's what's bothering you? What somebody says about women being a distraction? That That's something to really fucking worry about. You have no fucking life. Have some real fucking problems. <laughs> Seriously, have some real fucking problems. Maybe people are just going stir crazy or, uh, because of the lack of oxygen from wearing the face masks and it's getting the, they're not getting anything to the pea brains and they don't have anything else to do or say. And they're just mindless robots just wandering around. What should I be mad at today? Maybe it's a side effect of the coronavirus. Just shut the hell up. Stop looking for someone to make a slip up on television and enjoy the goddamn game. I promise you it's really that simple. And who even, who even listens to the fucking analysts on any sport? I don't give a fuck. I watch the game between periods. I'm taking a piss, having a smoke, grabbing some more beer, shooting the shit with family, friends, wife, or whoever I'm watching the game with. Who pays attention to a fucking analyst on a sports channel or a game anyway? ran out of breath there who does that but you you really got no life if this is this is something that offends you you got fucking problems but in the end 
<laughs> and there is an end to this with me. In the end, and even after I can't stand how it happened or why it happened or what he said, I don't give a fuck. Thank God Mike Milberry is gone. I cannot stand that son of a bitch. But the fact that that's what it took to take him out of that position, pretty fucking lame. Pretty lame. It's not how I wanted to win. <laughs> that's not how I wanted him to go away. Just wanted somebody to say, man, you suck at this. How he turned his back on the NHL is beyond me. He was a fucking punk when he played. Literally, there's video of it from the 70s when he climbed the glass in Madison Square Garden, picked up a shoe, and started beating some poor fool with it during a game. That's my thoughts on that. There's a lot of losers out there. There's too many people, I guess, that aren't going to work every day. I don't know. You, there's too many people just looking for shit these days. Fucking get a life. I'll tell you what. How about, I'm not going to mention them on this podcast, but I would love to give my problems to somebody else for one day and see if some bullshit like that even a, registers on your Richter scale. You won't even fucking notice it. Have a fucking walk in my moccasins for a fucking mile. You want some fucking real problems? I got problems for you, bitch. Boy, that just struck a nerve. It did struck a I'd struck it. Struck it. Strike it. Strike. Struck. It strikes a nerve with me. <laughs> oh, man. Let's change the subject. <laughs> so the latest Corona dumbass. A brawl breaks out on an American Airlines flight or the plane it hadn't gotten flighted yet <laughs> because, of course, a passenger refuses to follow face-covering policy. Uh, a passenger on an American Airlines flight from Vegas to Charlotte reportedly refused to follow the airline's face mask policy after boarding the plane because, you know, they know more than doctors. When they were asked to leave the plane, the traveler reportedly became disruptive and an altercationer, altercationer, <laughs> an altercation with other passengers broke out. I'm going to post a, a link. It's a Twitter link on the website. From the video, a couple of women start, they start throwing hands. <laughs> Miss No Mask lands one, a good solid one. And then the other one, Mask Lady, uh, the Mask Avenger, just lays into her, takes her down into a row of seats. And I say, good for her. That's the way these no mask wearing buttholes, I think that's the way they should be treated. Look, this is how you're going to get dealt with. You either put on a fucking mask when you're in public or you're going to get your ass whooped. Whoop her ass, then boot the bitch off the plane. Just wear a damn mask, people. Fuck's sakes. You know, with me still working with this shit and I still come in contact with public, the public, you know, even going to a grocery store, you fuckers. I even said something to a guy the other day who had it under his nose. Hey, you know that ain't doing shit. Your fucking nose is still hanging out. Would you walk around with your dick hanging out of your pants? What's wrong with you? Pull that shit up. Or it's so loose it's just hanging there like a fake beard or something. I don't get that one. 
just wear your fucking mask. You know, I'm still relating it to why I didn't get a fucking raise this year is because you fuck faces out there spreading this shit because it's uncomfortable or it's fake. Fuck you. Anyway, if you don't want to go to my website, which is www.dealingwithstupidity.com, go to the episode page. That's where you will find this episode and a link to the Twitter feed of the two broads throwing hands. Or thank you for even coming by. Check out the website. I got some groovy pictures, man. For each episode, there's a groovy picture. (laughs) Or you can go back and look up past episodes, comments. Or if you want to make a comment, go to the comment page. Fill it out or email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com or us. I promise T's going to be back. He will be back. Shit's going to, it's going to start calming down. I promise. We're going to start doing this on a regular basis, like a real fucking podcast. Or hit us up on Twitter at dwstupidity. Let's see. What else is going on? And thank you for listening, by the way. Thank you for keep coming back and still having faith in me that eventually a new episode will come out. I promise you, uh, you're going to get episodes until my lease runs out on my space on the internet, which is late December. (laughs) So you'll get something. I might just do a whole hour of my farts I recorded. Episode 101, farts. So on the vague movie reviews... How have you have you guys been checking out my movie reviews, my vague movie reviews? Do they help? Let me know. I mean, should I skip that segment? I like it because I'm very vague. Yeah, it's a good movie. No, it's not a good movie. Skip it. But anyway, I have none this week. I have not watched a single movie in the last two or three weeks. Nothing. I have been. I haven't really had time to sit still for two, three hours. Oh, wait tag the movie tag where these guys have had the continuous tag game going for like 30 years or something all i can say is watch it it's good so that's vague enough vague movie review the movie tag i kind of liked it i really did like it let's see i think it's got ed helms dude plays hawkeye it's got hannibal burris who i love hannibal burris it's got the dude from new girl Jake Johansson, I think is his name. Hannibal Burris, of course. He's one of my favorite. He when all his, almost all his roles are the same. He's always got small parts in music, music, in movies, but it's just the laid back, fuck it kind of guy. Oh, John Ham. Did I say John Ham? I think John Ham's in it. A couple more people. It's funny. It's good. Watch it. If you want to watch something silly, make your kids laugh. My son liked it, so I give it a thumbs up. Uh, let's see. So other than that, I haven't watched any other movies other than I've been on a office bender on Netflix. I started that up. I was never a fan of the office when it was on television. I'm not one of those who really gets into a, a TV show. That's just weekly. Cause I'm like, I, I get annoyed. I can't wait another week to see what's and my attention span sucks. So if I can watch five or six episodes at a time and then they're and they're twenty minutes at a clip, or I can watch it while I'm getting ready for work in the morning, yeah, now I'm I'm cool. I'm catching up. You know, of course, if you've never watched The Office, 
unlike me, I did watch a few episodes here and there back in the day. But if you're 10 years behind everyone else on the planet like I am, I recommend it. It's pretty funny shit. Let's see. Oh, I just started also Cobra Kai, which is, if you haven't heard of that, it is the continuation of the Ralph Macchio uh, movies. What's it called? Karate Kid. But in it's a little funnier, a little twisted, and it takes place today, however many years later. I started watching it when it was on YouTube. Apparently, Netflix bought it, and you got the first two episodes free on YouTube. And I ain't paying goddamn a, a fucking red cent to YouTube to watch a fucking anything. I don't care what it is. I'm not giving YouTube a penny. Fuck you. So, so I forgot about it real quick. Well, now Netflix picked it up, bought it. I guess YouTube's getting out of the streaming shit or trying to compete. So it's on now, and I've gotten a few episodes in. It's pretty fucking good, actually. Pretty funny. And that's about it. I'll give everything a thumbs up. I hadn't really seen anything that sucked because I've watched the one movie, Tag. It's semi-based on a true story, by the way. All right, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Hawkeye. Ed Helms. Jake Johansson. No, Jake Johnson. John Hamm. Hannibal Burris. Annabelle Wallace. Isla Fisher's in it. Sheeta Jones, Leslie Bibb, Nora Dunn, blah, 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 blah. And, ooh, that's right. Sebastian Maniscalco is the pastor. Very small part, but he's still funny. Anyway, check that out. That's a good one to check out. The Office, if you're behind uh, a decade like I am. And Cobra Kai, another series. So there you go. That's about all I got. And I would like to thank my sponsor, Dr. Kevin's Throat Coat and Inner Anal Cream. I was supposed to read it in the beginning, but I didn't. Try, let's see. This episode is brought to you by Ke Dr. Kevin's Throat Coat and Inner Ass Cream. Uh, do you sometimes get sore or scratchy throat from too much nagging, smoking, or just talking for long periods of time? Do you suffer from inner ass itch, commonly known in the medical field as IAI? That nagging itch that you get deep in your anus when you probably didn't wipe your ass well enough. Are you embarrassed when you are in public and IAI flares up? Try Dr. Kevin's throat coat and inner ass cream that comes with slick tube technology. With the help of a little device, you can soothe that annoying, irritating throat by slowly sliding it along the back of your tongue a few times and let the slick tube do the rest. Before long, the tube injects a medicated cream deep into your throat, which will go into effect almost immediately. To avoid these embarrassing moments when the IAI flares up and her ass itch, simply insert the tip, and just the tip, into the opening of the anus and let the slick tube technology take over. Soon after, the medicated cream goes to work and you will feel relaxed and ready to take on the world. This technology has been around for centuries, only until recently has been approved for public use. It is reusable, washable, and will outlive you as long as you take care of it. You can try it for 30 days or your money back. Just clean it and return it. And with that, that is my new sponsor, Dr. Kevin's Throat Coat and Inner Ass Cream. That's pretty much it this week, people. So with that, I'm going to leave you with this. What's that smell? 
We don't always smell this way, Ms. McDonough. I was just explaining to your better half here that when we were tunneling out, we happened to hit the main sewer line. Dumb luck, that. And we followed that you to... You mean you busted out of jail? No, ma'am. Uh, we released ourselves on our own recognizance. What Evel here is trying to say is that we felt the institution no longer had anything to offer us.